0: Hi, this is Paul Germain, and welcome to another Smart Boating Podcast. We've got a really interesting topic today. It has to do with sailboat restoration. And it's a topic that a lot of boaters have thought about and maybe even brushed against. But uh, here we're going to be talking with a guy that's got a lot of experience. His name is uh, Ron McBain, and he operates Harpoon Yacht Services in Barrington, Rhode Island. And, uh, Ron, it's good to see you again.
1: Thanks, Paul. Good to see you, too.
0: Hey, Ron, you know, um, I thought we'd focus in on one aspect of... uh, boat restoration, and you did it on a sailboat recently, which has to do with repairs. Because um, oftentimes I find uh, that people that are doing restorations, they're picking out what they feel is a classic boat from a number of years ago. It could be two decades, could be three decades, could be, you know, 30, 40 years in that boat. But it's just a, a classic call, something they like about it, and they say it's worth putting the money into it to bring it back to new or better than new. And one of the aspects, there's a lot of different aspects to it, but one of the aspects is, is making sure that the structural integrity of the boat is restored, right? Whether it's in the hull and the stringers or the deck or whatever. Now, you did some work uh, in the area of the deck, restoring the integrity of the deck on your sailboat. Can you tell us a little bit about what were some of the issues you faced and what were the actions you took? Right.
1: Um, well, it was a 37-year-old boat, so uh, I knew the whole boat backwards and forwards but I knew that nothing had ever been taken apart mm-hmm. uh, and and remounted. Mm-hmm. All the deck hardware was original as it stood from the factory. Right. So the first step that I did was I hired a certified marine surveyor to come out to the boat and do an assessment of the boat mm-hmm. and he sounded out the entire uh, deck and used a moisture meter and that's yes. the important thing. Uh, moisture meters are very tricky to use. If Uh-oh. you're not used to using them you okay. can misinterpret. Oh, all right. um, And he was able to determine, you know, what the moisture condition was in the in the core, yes. uh, because of his, his experience. Yes. Um, right, and right. what what parts? Like, if there was a deck fill next to the moisture meter, and there might have been a little bit of moisture uh, reading on the on the on the meter, he would knew that there might be some water in there. Okay. Um, so the what I did was I I took that knowledge, and then um, we were able to bring the boat inside a shop. Mm -hmm. And so that rain and seasons didn't have any impact on the uh, restoration of the deck. Mm -hmm. Um, And I sounded out the deck again myself with a rubber hammer or or a plastic hammer, really. And found all the areas that had delaminations Mm -hmm, in it. mm -hmm. But I then took, um, because I knew I was going to paint the deck anyways, I was able to take the liberty of taking a drill and drilling out areas all over the deck uh, to test the core. Mm -hmm. You know, the deck was comprised of... Uh, both uh, end grain balsa and then where there was hardware mounting over that, uh, there was marine plywood yep. uh, for compression purposes. Yep, yep. Um, so some of those areas were delaminated. So mm-hmm. I, I were. there's a lot of great information on the web and also books. Uh, Don Case is a big hero of yes, mine. Yes. I look at his books for reference all the time yep. and there's Really good uh, information to be had um, online now with uh, some of the YouTube videos right. of people who do boat restoration. So if you run into an issue where you haven't had any experience before, you can go reference some of the guys out there. Yeah. Come up with ideas.
0: So in yours, you went after the suspect areas and drilled a number of holes.
1: Yeah, I drilled holes about an inch, an inch and a half apart from mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. and drew a line around where the delaminated yeah. area was. Yeah. Uh, and then I used thickened epoxy okay. uh, to uh, backfill all of the void between the core and the top laminate. So put
0: that down the holes. Yep, put mm-hmm. it in the hole with a
1: syringe and mm-hmm. you keep on mixing more epoxy and syringing it in yeah. until it uh, oozes out all of the holes. Yes. And then you got the problem of how do you get it to compress again? Right. Well, I took all my batteries out of the battery bank mm-hmm. and laid them over top of the areas that were delaminated. Yeah. But first, I put down wax paper. Right. And that's an important step because your batteries are (laughs) getting epoxied onto your deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, So wax paper is a hero here, and uh, I used all that battery weight, like 4D batteries and
0: uh, stuff like that for a lot of weight there, yeah. Yeah, so you filled the holes, drilled the holes, filled the holes, then put the weight on to make sure the laminations were tight and all the air was out of there. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: And then before you go and paint, it's, it's important to, you know, from your final sanding, of the epoxy down yes. to the non-skid, it's really important to it, dimple it out so that you have reference to where uh, mounting holes might have gone. Right, right. Or else they'll be ways. lost forever. Right, <laughs> you right, have to re-drill. right. You need
0: those orientation points. So, right. so that's a very common process and it's a very common repair. What, what were two or three lessons that you took away from your drilling and filling process, drilling, filling, and fairing process there? Uh, well, moisture one, meter sound like one of them. Mo- yeah, a moisture guide, meters are very important. For the moisture meter, right?
1: Right. Work with good tools. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have really good tools, like I use a Festool as a sander. I have multi tools uh, for cutting. Um, it made life a lot easier for cutting okay. away top skins if I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, just good tools make the work a whole lot less stressful. All right. And you do a better
0: job. Right. So. Get the qualified marine surveyor to help you identify the areas. Good tools. What, patience? Is patience another thing to bear in mind? Yeah, patience is another one. And if you're
1: (laughs) getting frustrated or if you don't know what what to do next or what the next step of the project would be, again, refer back to Don Casey's books or refer to some YouTube videos uh, to get inspiration. Yeah,
0: good points. Thank you for sharing those points with us today. And uh, thank you for listening to this Smart Boating Podcast. We hope you'll come back again soon.